Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. As I sit here today recording the 80th episode for this podcast, I am still humbled by the fact that people are enjoying the content and showing up and reaching out to discuss all things to do with renovating your home, whether you're a designer listening, taking on projects on behalf of your clients, or whether you're a homeowner tackling your dream projects on your own. It's just so exciting to think about. And I can promise you on day one, I definitely didn't think that I'd be sitting recording an 80th episode. And while I took a few weeks off periodically throughout the last year and a half, almost two years, I am still just as excited to record each episode as I was in the very beginning. And I'll admit, I had some doubts along the way thinking, do I have enough to say? Are there enough topics to cover? And I'll be honest, I am constantly amazed at how much more there is to discuss. And I'll be on a project working through something with a contractor and I think, oh my gosh, this is going to become another episode. This is something I need to share with everyone. So again, I just can't thank you enough for for tuning in for listening. And please, if you haven't, I'd love it if you could rate and review these episodes because that's how other people find it. And I love to share the information. I think we're all better knowing more about the ins and outs of renovating your home. But to get to today's episode, I really wanted to cover a topic that seems to be coming up more and more. And that is with this housing boom, people are taking on what I am now calling the big three. And so that's what I wanted to take on today, the big three projects that I see new homeowners contemplating. And so I want to break them out and discuss why they should be taken on before moving in. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today's topic is one that keeps coming up lately because of this housing boom that we are all experiencing. And that is sort of that list of what projects should I do before I move into a home? Now, I have clients, several clients who are considering moving as well as already purchased homes and working on that list immediately. So I figured a lot of you may be in the same situation or designers, you may have clients in the same situation. And so I wanted to go through the list with you that I typically go over with clients. And that would be the big three projects, floors, painting, and renovations, right? So if you purchase a new home, it is obviously empty. And that is the time that you should be considering projects that you don't want to live through right? Or in some cases, can't live through. So let's break this out. So the first one would be floors. 
Now, obviously, if you are buying a house with wood floors and you want to refinish them, you cannot physically walk on them. So therefore, depending on where they are, say they're in the front hall and the back hall, you may not be able to get out of the house while the work is being done. So my recommendation to everyone listening and thinking about buying a home is to factor in your budget for refinishing floors. Now, that also could mean adding wood floors, or there may be areas that are too far gone and need to be replaced. Now, if there's wall-to-wall carpeting, I personally, and this is a personal choice, think it's an important time to replace the carpeting. And mainly because you just don't know what is in that carpeting. And as someone who is now married to a person who suffers from allergies, I think a clean slate is an important piece to living healthfully inside a new home. Now, there are other issues where you may be pulling up carpeting and adding in uh, luxury vinyl tiles or whatever you're going to be doing, now is the time to do it. And the reason I say this is because not only can you not live in a home when you're refinishing wood floors in particular, but you don't have any furniture in the way. Now, back in the glory days when I first started in this business, Flooring companies would move the furniture. Let's say you had hardwood floors on the first floor, but there was one room in the back that was carpeted. They would actually move the furniture into that back room or even into a garage or upstairs, what have you. Those days are gone, and I'm told by all of my guys that it's because of the liability and the insurance issues. Things would get nicked or dinged or broken, and then it becomes the flooring guy's fault, and therefore they'd have to replace it and what have you. And while I understand that issue, it is really frustrating because I don't always get the luxury of refinishing clients' floors when the house is empty. And so we have to hire a company to move all the furniture out and then move it all back in two to three weeks later. So this is something that I tell all clients to really truly consider. And of the three that I'm going to discuss today, this one really is a deep consideration should be put towards this project. Now, I always hear pushback. Oh, Renee, the floors look fine. I'll I'll take them on in a couple of years. Okay. 100% fine. It is your choice. But just know that in a couple of years, you're going to have to remove all of your furniture. You're going to have to cover anything that might get dusty. And yes, sandless dusters still create dust as much as they've improved. And then you're also going to have to find somewhere to stay. If you cannot get in and out of your home, without needing to walk on hardwood floors. So really think about that. I mean, it is super disruptive and messy and smelly on the days that they're coating the floor. This is really one, and I'm hoping I make it sound awful because it is one that is so easy to do before you move in. Now, another argument I hear is, well, I don't want to ding up floors with movers and what have I get that. And floors can be protected. But I have never had a client, let me repeat, never had a client regret doing the floors before they moved in. Even the ones that give me a whole lot of pushback and I eventually win over. 
So what do you do about that? Well, you're going to need to budget for that. And floors, I will be honest, are not always the cheapest project you're going to do. Now, it depends on how much square footage you have in hardwood, whether you need to add, whether you're putting in new wall-to-wall carpeting. You know, sometimes in the area where I live, a lot of the times the upstairs bedrooms are wall-to-wall carpeted. We pull up the corners to see that there is oak floor under there. It's just at some point, someone preferred to have a wall-to-wall carpeting in the bedrooms. Now, all of a sudden, you have an amazing choice. Do you rip up the carpeting? refinish it to match the floor in the hallways. And now all of a sudden you have hardwood floors all throughout your second floor. I mean, there's so many exciting things that refinishing floors can provide that it is really the project you should take on. But again, let's go back to the cost. A good flooring company in your area should be able to provide you a cost per square foot. Now, this is an estimate, but still something that you can sink your teeth into and get a decent number for what you should expect to pay to refinish your floors. Now, there'll be a different number if you have to remove and install new. There'll be a different number if you're removing carpeting and installing new and everything in between. Now, keep in mind, I have had people say, well, I'll pull out the carpeting, Renee, so I can remove that part from the cost, and then the guys will just come in and refinish. Okay, that does seem like a logical solution to save money, and I have seen it done. But what I'm going to caution you with is not only do you have to pull out the carpeting, which, to be fair, is really not that hard, you also have to pull out all of the staples. And I know you're saying, going, "Eh, how hard could that be? It depends on the installer who put the carpeting in. I've seen some guys put a staple in every, I swear to God, every half inch. And you pull up carpeting and there's literally hundreds of staples. And about a year ago, I had a client say, you know what? I'm going to take them out. How hard could it be? And he called me the next morning and said, I spent three hours last night after work doing it. And I got a quarter of the room done. Screw it, Renee. Tell the guys to come in and remove all the staples. I mean, it really does sound simple until you take on the work yourself and realize how laborious taking out staples are in any wall-to-wall carpeting, especially going up the stairs. Everyone thinks, oh, how hard can it be? How wide is it? It's not that big a deal. There are a lot of staples in stair carpeting. Now, again, good guys don't really need to put in a thousand, but some of them do anyway. And you cannot refinish floors. You cannot sand until all the staples are out safely because it ruins their machines. So they won't do it. So the cost per square foot is something that you should start with. Take a quick measurement of your room, there's your number. Expand it times whatever number of rooms you want to refinish and or replace and go from there. But I'm going to say it's going to end up being, you know, in the thousands to tens of thousands of dollars, depending on the size of your house. But this is something that is an investment that should done properly last 20 years. So look at that span of time, divide it out by the cost. And quite honestly, it's a pretty good deal for your money. So that's the first project that I really, truly want to get through to everyone and to designers to get through to your clients that this is something that is economical to do before moving in. And trust me, 
it is an amazing transformation of a home. Literally, just the floors. If you do nothing else, just the floors. The second project that most people think of is painting. And that makes sense, right? You're purchasing a home. You want to put your own personality in it. You want to freshen up the walls, clean up the walls. I mean, I, for one, have a lot of art on my walls. And I I do empathize with the next owner once they see all the holes in the wall from the picture hooks. And that's okay. This is the way I live. And maybe the next owner doesn't have a lot of art or prefers not to have a lot of art. Painting gives an opportunity to just freshen all of that up. And again, in my area, there are a lot of old homes. And so by removing the art, you end up with this weird patchwork almost on the walls. So painting will obviously remove all of those former marks and shadows and start you on a fresh path. But when I'm discussing painting with any client, I always take one step back and say, before we commit to painting your new home, let's take a look at some of the minor changes you might want to make now before painting. And by minor, I mean crown molding. So let's say the house you purchase has beautiful crown molding on the first floor, but the bedrooms are lacking crown molding at all, which is not uncommon, especially in the area where I live. Now is an opportunity to do some small carpentry work, adding in the molding before you go forward with any painting project. The next thing to consider is the electrical work. Do you want to add some ceiling lights in certain rooms? A lot of times bedrooms only have a single fixture in the middle of the room, and a lot of my clients prefer to have recessed lighting on the perimeter. Again, now is the time to do some small electrical work and additions before doing the painting. Or if you're going to add or change out any decorative lights, perhaps the back plates are going to be smaller than the existing ones. You may end up with shadow lines or funny colors. If you paint one and then go to change it six months later, now you've got to do touch-ups around that. So these are obviously things that will add to the budget, but really are small projects that should be taken on and considered before painting so that when you do paint, you're kind of stable for a while until you take on a larger project. So we've discussed flooring. We've discussed painting. The third is whether you are going to take on a renovation. Now, I have clients who will take on large renovations when they purchase a home, and that's usually factored into the overall cost of the home, right? They know they're going to add a family room. So that becomes sort of part of the purchase price in their mind. But more often than not, a client buys a home that will suit their needs, but perhaps is dated, either in the bathrooms or the kitchen or both. So oftentimes I have a client who will consider doing the kitchen and their bathroom, the master bathroom, and say, well, you know what, we'll come back and do the auxiliary bathrooms, the kids' bathrooms, or the powder room at another time. They're good enough for now. And that is reasonable. So again, these things cost money, right? And they take time. Now, can you live through a kitchen renovation? Yes, of course. And and I've talked about that in the past, how to get around it, whether you set up a temporary kitchen or whether you um, use the appliances you have and move them into the garage. There are a multitude of ways of living in a home during a kitchen renovation. However, 
if you can plan appropriately, I would do a kitchen renovation before I moved in. Now, that's going to be dependent on your own set of circumstances, when you have to be out of your existing house, when you can move into the new house, things like that. And again, those are just numbers to run, timetables and costs, right? But this is the time to take the moment to really consider doing it. The last thing I want people to do is to buy a house, move in, and then have these conversations, right? Because yes, while you can live through a kitchen and a bathroom renovation, gee, wouldn't it have been nice to have considered doing it before you moved in if that had been a possibility? The other point is to start budgeting for it. So again, don't move into a house and then think, gee, these floors really are terrible. We should refinish them and add wood in this room and tear out the carpeting in that room. You've just added additional expenses to not only storage, moving the furniture both in and out, but also places you're going to have to go stay, even if it's free. It's the annoyance factor that has to be included in this discussion and why I want you to have this discussion long before you move in. So to recap, people are buying homes at a very fast rate. And I want them to take a moment to consider the three projects I see most commonly taken on before moving in. Flooring, painting, and renovations. And when you do, if you run your numbers, you look at your timetable, it will become obvious whether these are projects you should be taking on now, like the flooring, or whether they're projects that you need to take on in short order, maybe within the year or within the first two years. But the budgeting numbers will be in place, give or take the time that you take on the project. But you will have enough information in hand to make those decisions wisely and in advance so that you can make the appropriate decisions based on your set of circumstances. And that gives you the control over the projects when they start how much they will cost, and when you will take on each one. And that is what I want for each of you. And designers, that is what I want you to walk through with each of your client. Now, they may push back. I get a lot of pushback from clients. But in the end, I never get the regret. I never get the, gee, I really wish I never had done it. It has always been, I'm glad you explained all the scenarios to me. I am making this decision wisely based on the information I now have in hand and feel good about my decision. Even if it is, I'm not going to do it. That is your job and role as a designer is to play out all the scenarios, give all of the information you have in your toolbox so that they can make an educated, knowledgeable decision based on their set of circumstances. So, I would love to hear about your projects. I would love to hear about your experiences when purchasing these homes and whether you did move forward on these projects or whether you have put them off, but knowing that you've got the budgeting in place and a plan of when you will take them on. Buying a new home, moving is an exciting time in life. And yes, a really annoying and exhausting time in life. But I have never seen a client regret it. And in the end, they are thrilled with all the changes that they have made to personalize their home and bring their dreams to life. So as always, if this brings up more questions and answers, you know how to reach me, DM me on social, or send me an email. I'm excited for the opportunities to talk further about any of the projects you're working on. 
And lastly, I have some exciting guests coming on the podcast in the coming weeks that I know you're going to love hearing from and can't wait to tell you more about them as they come through. So in the meantime, I can't thank you enough for your time today and look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today and feel free to join me on social media at Davine Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.